0: Hi, everybody. I'm the Padre, and this is the Pritch. But we call this show Pritch and Padre. Uh, And uh, we're happy to be able to share some thoughts, not very deep, but but, uh, at least uh, hopefully inspirational and uh, humorous and an opportunity for uh, not only you but for each each of us to look a little deeper into our lives, see where we're going and what's happening. So I've tried to put a a title to each one of these podcasts. We're doing a half hour at a time. And this one I was calling um, uh, Catchers and Flyers. And the reason is because uh, there's a spiritual writer named Henri Nouwen. uh, In Cape they'd say Henry. (laughs) 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 We both... uh, no Cape Girardeau, Missouri, so they would say Henry, but it's Henri. And Henri <laughs> was a very deep theological mind and a a spirit. And He, he used the example in, in trapeze work where there are the flyers. Those are the guys who uh, let go. Oh, wow. And then there's the catchers. Right. So the the, the flyers, the, yeah, in that kind of world, in yeah. the circus world, or uh, you know, the the uh, the flyers get all the uh, the credit and the applause. Oh, but the catchers. catchers. Mm. <laughs> and so hmm. he was talking about the interviewing, not interviewing, but talking to people who are like flyers, hmm. where um, the basis is trust that the catcher and you don't you as a flyer you don't go like this reaching out right. because you just no. do what you're supposed to right. do you receive you, you re, and and it's it's kind of that way with God and our relationship ah so we're flying through mm. the air right and we have unknown unknown you know right but there no net <laughs> yeah there would be the catcher uh, grabbing our uh, our limbs as we twist and turn, That's very smart, and uh, do back flips and front flips yeah, and yeah. P- way up high uh, above the crowd. That so, would be other people, not me. No, but. you're the one holding down the pole so it doesn't bend. You're I like, love being an anchor. Anyway, you're like a sandbag. <laughs> Good for floods, <laughs> not else. So, so uh, speaking about flying by the seat of your pants, right. which is what we do a lot of Always. times. Which is a great way to have fun. So I thought we might uh, take some time and examine uh, uh, flyers and catchers in life hmm. and people that, uh, you know, you, you almost have to... Uh, this dawned on me as a... Watching people drive up to the parish school in these big cars, and yeah. where yeah. I live, and let their kids, you know, and the kid jumps out <clears throat> of this and goes into another building, <clears throat> and mom goes home to do the work or she goes to exercise, right. or whatever. But that that she's like letting that kid fly, knowing that uh, the teachers and administrators and uh, the people who are running that school are going to care for right. her child. Trust. They're going to trust, yeah. Right. So we have so many uh, situations in life where uh, you say, well, you got to earn that trust, you know. Hmm. You got to do something to establish yourself to uh, so so that people will open the doors and leave their kids out to go to school. Right. I mean, years ago, they didn't do that. They, right. they trusted if they were on their bicycles or they trusted if they walked to school uh, in yeah. neighborhoods. Yeah. We don't even have that anymore. You know, when I was a kid growing up in, uh, in uh, Missouri,
1: I loved walking to school, always felt safe and well and protected. When I was in school, always safe and well and protected. And it's why I work these school shootings uh, so much over the past 40 years. Because you want kids to feel protected, loved, honored, uh, connected to the greater good. And it's it's hard to build that trust and to talk to parents yeah. when you've just, you know, recently, I mean, we've had school shootings recently, but that trust has to be built. And when I was a Catholic school kid, I felt Always, that my 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 mom and dad loved the uh, the 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 nuns and the priests and took care of them and we had parties with them and for them, helped them and that we were part of that greater good that community and we would have packed children of Mary Sodality meetings and Boy Scouts and you know the meetings were always packed with dads and moms participating a lot of World War II guys coming back yeah, yeah. right. The parish life was the life, and that it, that trust is lost now, lately, huh?
0: Well, it's it's taking a whole different form, if not uh, if not lost. Um, but you know, teachers have to almost like uh, working at San Quentin, where you need fingerprints and you need yeah, this, and you exactly. need that. Yeah. I get you it. Need so many other things to be uh, vetted, right? So that. Uh, and appropriately there, so a trust right and, and <clears throat> no matter who you are what kind of person you are as an individual there other people have to know that you're there because uh, you're a good person right and you're there not you're not there for selfish reasons right. you you're there to make a difference you're there to make a difference
1: i remember how uh, you know i remember one day when my dad got very sick with cancer and the sister came in and she'd never been nice to me the whole time. She was always disciplining and I was a, a, not a properly behaved young man at times with my attention deficit Oh disorder. boy! <laughs> you remember that from the seminary, right? So, but she came in and she sat with me and she just started to cry. And she said, your dad's in surgery. will be fine but we all love you and we're praying for you when she got up and she walked away i went okay i guess i'm gonna have to like her again
0: (laughs) (laughs) she did something kind to you and for you isn't that it yeah
1: isn't that the reason that we learn trust When people treat us with kindness and love and compassion, and especially when we're suffering or a family member is suffering, and they help you with your grief or your sorrow or your sadness, that trust is is needed. And like right now when I work with uh, cops and firemen's families and first responders, PTSD folks and soldiers and sailors, you you just know that all they're looking for is the softer voice that is the catcher because they've been out there, you know, it ain't easy mm-hmm, yeah. swinging in Afghanistan and uh, and uh, as well in Iraq during combat situations, and they want to be caught
0: yeah, yeah.
1: by an, an anchored, well-loving, kind, good person that catches them and and lets them debrief and helps them.
0: Same with school shootings and all the yeah. other stuff. But well, my um, my grade school uh, sister Dolores, I've probably fourth or fifth grade, when do they force you to take piano lessons?
1: <laughs> Whenever, the, <laughs> Whenever
0: your parents go, wouldn't he be better occupied more? Yeah. So. <laughs> but this, this uh, religious woman, well, well, she was a great gal. And she, right. she taught my sister uh, how to play the piano. So oh. My mother thought, well, I could do it too. And finally, the sister goes, sends a little note home to my mother saying, no. uh, Harry will not uh, save your 50 cents <laughs> a lesson. Save your 50 cents a lesson. He won't take his ball glove off one hand. He, he can't play the keys. He can't lobster the keys. With the <laughs> catcher's mitt. He can't lobster the
1: keys with the catcher's mitt. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Harry. But she was very honest to do yeah. that. And, uh. And I always, you know, I always admired that Sister Dolores right. was her yeah. name, because she, she stood up, said, "Well, your your kid just isn't going to make it as a right. musician."
1: I don't know if you remember that in uh, in Going My Way when when they started to direct the kids coming in the chorus, and the same with the Bishop's wife, with Cary Grant, and you you feel young people coming in to find their own voice which is very powerful, and they're singing together in both films, in Going My Way and, and also in The Bishop's Wife with Cary Grant. Uh, we won't bring that up because that wasn't Catholic. That was, yeah, uh, that really. was Episcopal. So, <laughs> uh, but, but what happens, I think, is helping them find that voice or that musical talent or art or whatever they can do is so conducive uh, to their growth as individuals, you know. And I was, you know, I'm sure did
0: what was it you you were good at sports and stuff, you know. Yeah, and, I, I was I always thought I was a lot better than <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Well that's pretty much every a, jock in A the legend world. in my own mind, you know.
1: <laughs> Mr. My,
0: Handball. My total desire was to be on the cover of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. So he said the wrong people word. said, you know, I think I've seen you somewhere before. I said Instead of saying, oh, I'm on the TV mass, I said, do you read sports? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And here I am, 83, about, just a couple of months, and uh, I play handball once a week, but I, I couldn't beat the little sisters of the poor. <laughs> <laughs> Did any of them challenge you? <laughs> all, the, all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> play, I would pay money. would play for donations. I sometimes. would pay money. At the Olympic Club to watch a nun in full regalia beat you, I would, and I would get her to trash talk you too. I don't know if that'd be wrong, sister. This, sister, there's somebody out there that's good. That father taught him handball. We make millions at the Olympic Club. Humiliate.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, never right. mind. Never mind. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> catchers and flyers. But uh, I've made a living playing handball. Now, because I've played right next to the wall, I stay out of the way of my partner. You keep your arm on
1: it. No, no, you don't gamble.
0: No. You've never bet one of those guys. Oh, no. No, that ruins the game. Oh. Yeah. No, I've seen so many people ruin good times by uh, playing for money.
1: Now, can I ask you a question?
0: No, but go ahead.
1: (laughs) As, uh, As a former law enforcement probation officer, I would ask you, have you
0: ever tormented your opponent? Don't look away. Uh don't oh, look, look in your yes, eyes. Yes, look in my eyes. Uh tormented meaning you'd have to define that term. Uh, trash talking. <laughs> yes.
1: Humiliating them, making them feel like <laughs> no, they
0: Oh no hold not it wouldn't do that. I would just said, you know, why don't you go get a drink of oh,
1: water? <laughs> You've never done anything worth it.
0: <laughs> Why don't you? No, you know what yeah, I, yeah. I I was yeah. one time I was uh, playing with a, a younger younger guys and they weren't that good so they were knocking. I had an older partner and they they knocked him down and I hmm. said, you know, why do you, you don't have to knock him down? Just grab his shoulder and say you're in my way. It's a block, right. you yeah. know. Right. Yeah. But no whack. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he, yeah. The old guy goes down, and he's got pads on his knees, and he gets on his knees. I said, Aww. you all right, Fred? He said, yeah, I'm okay. And I, that's, it. But I, I tore into these young guys yeah, good. because of that. Well, yeah. you know, my boss, it,
1: uh, Bob Foote, used to watch you play. He said you were, like, uh, super uh-huh. genius. He was my... Uh, well, we would call him the warden, you know, because he was at juvenile hall in San Francisco. Great guy, former marine, tough old bird. But he was—he was a big guy. He's like my size, and and he—he he goes, your friend Harry's really good at handball. Wow. Yeah. and I was like, hmm, I don't know. who? Who cares? That's not a sport I would ever <laughs> want to play. Throwing a ball against yeah, a wall. Yeah. Who would do that unless you were from?
0: Yeah. Like, oh never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I said that to a golfer one time I said, That is the craziest game. <laughs> yeah. You take a stick and and who's the comedian that does that? Robin Williams. He did, did the golf. He thing did, did the golf. God, thing. that was, was brilliant. F- yeah, he was brilliant. Brilliant. And he goes into a Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so, in Scotland. So oh, what do they have to do with Scotland? Folks, and
1: disregard the bad language. <laughs> and we did not advise. Oh, Robin was the best. Oh my, oh, my. God! He,
0: I, his, his he went through golf like yeah, that. Right. Uh, it was uh, it was incredible.
1: Well, you when you think about. Uh, you know, that was that was my epic rant. I said, what's happened for me over the years is working with Randy Cross, good fine Catholic boy from the San Francisco 49ers, with uh, the help of Sandy Lamson, who's at, at Mass next to me every Sunday. They Their family owned McDonald's, and we did Ronald McDonald House for kids with cancer at Stanford. It's now huge. It's, it's like over yeah. 100 rooms. And we started that way back in the day in the early 80s when the uh, Niners started to win, and Randy put himself out there. I used to see uh, Tiger Woods would come when he was at Stanford. And uh, it, it was it was amazing to watch the growth of that. And I still go back every once in a while and mm-hmm. talk to the kids who have cancer and stuff. But when you know you're part of something that your community, like Sandy and I and, and her husband Flip and their kids... Help build something that still heals families. Mm. That's what you call catching. Because yeah. when you're a family, if you want to talk about flying, man, you're flying when you are your child is diagnosed with cancer. Uh-huh. You know, you know this when you've done a lot of oh, work in that, yeah. right?
0: And, and, uh, and uh, just to say, uh, uh, the, I did a television show called "The Kids from Company C. C." Yeah, I remember And it. Uh, that. Doctor Jordan well, was he was a, a brilliant saint yeah. the right. way he treated uh, right he was new and but he, he only took children as patients and uh, but he dealt with the parents the same you know uh, being a catcher as you say he, he had parents flying all around right not not knowing whether somebody was going to grasp them uh, or whether they were going to hit the net or the or the sawdust right right <laughs> Well, I remember
1: I took Robin down there with me to Lucille Packard and to Stanford, and we were coming out and I, here's a funny moment. Connor, my son, the big tough rugby player from Loyola, is walking out with us and he was a little teary-eyed because of this little kid who had neuroblastoma. And uh, as we're walking out, uh, the the doctor was saying thank you to Robin and I for coming in. and I said, "Are you okay?" And Robin goes, (laughs) did you see how big Cotter is? He goes, what's wrong with Cuthbert? (laughs) Cuthbert. 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 What's wrong with Cuthbert? I just like, he he looks anything like, he he looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin with the beard, you know? know. (laughs) What's
0: wrong with Cuthbert? You know, he was... (laughs) tell Rod the people what Cuthbert is.
1: Well, Cuthbert uh is a, a soft name that WC Fields uh used to use all the time to describe somebody who was uh, prissy and sissy and and go, "I guess what's wrong with Cuthbert?" <laughs> He was the son in law, Cuthbert, oh yes, Cuthbert. I remember him. Oh, what a wonderful young man. Cuthbert. Can never get enough of Cuthbert being around. You know, it was like And Williams just popped that out of the air. You know, yeah. Robert can pop stuff out of the air, names and stuff. He was hilarious, right? <laughs> but when you when you see uh and what you did, because you I don't know if you remember this, but you had I had the friends, the Mackies, from uh baton rouge and their child was here and you helped us with uh, their baby julie who 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 left us and went home to heaven but she had neuroblastoma and yeah. you were very helpful to them and the family showing them com- the kids at company c and it was great and wow. that's that's part of our long legacy that was back in
0: 81 I, it was before I went to uh, New York, so it had to right. be yeah. uh, at that time, yeah. early in the days, right? Yeah. And
1: uh, he went on, and in you, if you ever need to go to uh, LSU uh, football games, he, he could. Uh, he has an Anheuser Busch distributorship down there that he. Well,
0: uh, wait, wait a minute. There's football, and then there's beer. Oh, is there a difference? <laughs> I wonder if he's German. Hmm. Could it oh, be- he has the Anheuser, so they probably. Advertise with the LSU. The big. I,
1: what he told me one time was, he goes, uh, y, y,
0: y, any,
1: any weekend there's 100,000 people in there on my products. Oh, oh my yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but, you know, uh, I think when you think back, you know, uh, down south, uh, football, I mean, LSU, because yeah. oh, this yeah. kid that just won the Super Bowl, that's where he was yeah, from. Yeah. And he, what, what a sweet kid that kid yeah, is, really. right? Yeah, really. You know, from from Cincinnati, and his mom and dad, you know, the, the kid who was the, played in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Right. Now and, we uh, can't remember his name. <laughs> Neither one of us. And he, he could <laughs> buy and sell whatever we do
1: with, with a week's salary. Yeah, but you know what? He was great because he got on and he said, you Joe.
0: know. Joe. Right, yes. Oh, don't say right. No. no. Man, his it, name it, was Joe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and his, <laughs> uh, his dad was a football coach, yeah. In college, and mom, they were great people. They raised a good kid. He talked about you know what was important in life as an athlete, you know. And this is the first time I can remember that you know that's that's the thing. If you're an athlete, if you're if you're that skilled flyer, and you can you can help somebody catch what you're saying there it is. Yeah. There's a difference between flying and catching. Say something, use your fame to make a difference and be medicine for a better
0: world, right? Right. So uh, someone said to me, you've been a priest for uh, 58 years. Uh, if you came back as a young guy today, what would you Ooh, do? That's and a great I question. said, uh, wow. well, I would probably do away with collections. Because they're kind of a downer in church, and just say, "Give what you can." Yeah, and then I would starve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we bring you some food. Or I lose weight.
1: <laughs> no, we bring you some food. And uh, your parish I, loves my, you.
0: My, uh, the mass would only be about twenty, 20 minutes. <laughs> twenty minutes. I mean, that would. Uh... And then probably from there, I would uh, have. General absolution, so that no one would leave the church feeling guilty. Wow! Nobody should come to a service and celebrate and uh, pray and leave feeling guilty. Guilty. And and a lot of times, I mean, you hear it all the time. Say, mm. Well, I saw a movie maybe a week ago or something, and it was a Hispanic family, and they, the the preacher they they said, "Well, you're the first guy." Who's ever talked to us on Sunday that we didn't feel guilty? Oh, uh, wow! Yeah, so I mean that, that's uh, what, <laughs> what what is the, the old thing? Uh, uh, you you make people. Uh, I'll think of it in a minute. Well, yeah. I used
1: to. You know what I used to tell everybody, Harry? I'd tell all the parolees, and I and I would love them. I would say, look, I said, I'm not here to, I'm not here to fix you. I'm your neighbor. Um, I want you back in the in the community safe and well, but safe and well for all of us too. So guilt is a bag of rocks. It's a bag of rocks. And if you're carrying that around, it's not helpful. Forgive yourself and, and ask for forgiveness from all of us and move on. What can you do? What else can you do? Because uh, we had a young guy here, if you've uh, ever seen him. He's very famous now because Cesar and... And uh, Ra and, and uh, Trevor put him up. Uh, he's, he was on CBS News. His name was John Wallace. And uh, what a remarkable moment. He'd spent time in STIR. And uh, his mother, <clears throat> when he was on our show, the remedy, had been uh, hit by uh, a police officer and caused permanent uh, brain damage to her and a stroke. And he forgave the guy on the air. Mm. And it was remarkable because he, he knew and he, he cried and he needed to. And uh, I tell parolees all the time, if you can get there uh, to that point where that stone can dissolve underneath the spiritual waters and you can say what you need to say and ask for forgiveness and, and mean it, not you know that's when you're really you're flying but there are people there to catch you and I think all of our crew were on the show that day and we were all impacted by his story then he went on CBS News because he's working with kids in Novato teaching them how to use music to heal himself now kids name is John Wallace from Marin City nice kid and uh, he's not a kid but he's you know he's older you know and you know, when you reach our age, the kids that you work with. I had Pepe and the other day. I walked in, and he's the principal at Laurel Dell, and he's got gray hair. And I've known him since he was a little boy, and it made me emotional. I'm like oh "You have, you're the principal. You have gray hair." Like, <laughs> but this is what this is what being in a community is all about. When you watch somebody redeem themselves they fly and they get caught by good spiritual people and that's you know that's what you do yeah. up at church all every
0: sunday yeah well i try I keep people awake
1: <laughs> <laughs> he could be used in a sleep deprivation clinic folks yeah. you can't operate heavy machinery and listen to
0: Now him, did so. you hear the story about the kid who was in in a burning house and nope. uh, and his dad was down he said uh, jump, son. And, and he said, well, there was smoke in it, and he said, but dad, I can't see you. Mm. And dad wow. says, but son, jump. I can see you. Mm. So this is kind of what uh, a lot wow. of people get themselves into situations Great where we, they don't know that God is there. Right. Can't see him. They can't, you can't see him. And so the prayer and, uh, you know, looking up, at the heavens and and that sort of thing, you you miss it. Right. You and I don't miss it because w- we do it and we've been we've been taught to do it. Right. So it's part of our our exercise, our daily exercise. But there are so many who don't have that opportunity right. in their life. And, and for
1: sure, Harry, my
0: father, having
1: been a World War II, a military officer, would not want to catch me jumping yeah, off because that might. Not work out. Yeah, well. I remember
0: you talking <laughs> about your brothers being re- refrigerators. <laughs> refrigerators
1: with heads. Yeah, refrigerators we, with heads. We had one brother. We used to rent him out as uh, shade in the summertime <laughs> for picnics. When he was he was so big. When he fell over, he was
0: halfway home already. He
1: <laughs> you know. <It> was enormous. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. But... <laughs> well, it's, it's probably just for the show. Yeah. you, you normally roll show. your eyes and go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know that is a great analogy. Catching, I can right. see you, son. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it works, it's a great and it's, story. it's
0: yeah. It's the same story. story when the uh, the kid he said uh, or his dad says, "Son, go out in the back and move that rock." And so the kid goes out and uh, 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 he can't move it. And he says, uh, he comes back in. He said, I, I can't move it. And what do you mean you can't move it? Hmm. So I can't move it. He said, Well, if you ask for help, mm. you'll be able to move it. So they both went out and moved the rock. But it's asking for help, right? And it, it's it's a kind of a way to pray, and we don't think about that enough in our right. lives. That yeah. that uh, there there are some there are some answers for sure, he, even if. Um, they don't come exactly the way you planned them to right. come. There, there are answers to our prayers. What,
1: which was the apostle that said, faith in things unseen?
0: Well, this would be St. Paul, right. who defined uh, faith as uh, assurance of what we hope for right. and certainty of what we cannot, of uh, what we don't see. Right certainty of what you don't see if you have faith you're certain and you don't see it but it's in hope for assurance of what we hope for what do you what do you you think it's grace that
1: sometimes you or I or somebody of, of a strong faith with we would trust enough to take chances and take risks to just go do something even though it looks treacherously dangerous we're flying. We're flying, but know. we know that somebody, something,
0: some catcher is there, right there. Right. Yeah, well, that happens to me every time I get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I say, <laughs> I hope at eighty-three, right? I hope there's a catcher <laughs> somewhere yeah. around, yeah. because uh, you know, every day is kind of a challenge down, and. Uh, as you get older, more of your friends, uh, right. they pass, and it's human nature, and uh, th- there's no reasonable way of just going in and handling grief. grief right. Grief's grief got to be grieved, right. and uh, it's silly to think, oh, everything will be all right because I'm going to say the right thing at the service or at the funeral mass and make everybody feel good about it. Right. So and so, or what's happened? Right. So uh, I just um, there some kids recently were in an accident in Novato. Yeah. I and know. Yeah. the girl was trying to avoid hitting a deer or something in she, the road. She had to avoid a deer and and struck a tree. And the kids,
1: a couple of the kids, were severely injured. And one we lost, whose dad was a a San Francisco his grandfather was a San Francisco cop. So.
0: Oh, was it? Was that, yeah. What was the name? Yeah, Wilhelm. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, I... Because I was going to have the funeral next Monday for somebody in that right, family. Right. I think it was a grandfather or something. Right. And they called it off. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, you got to... There's a line uh, from
1: Macbeth. Always give sorrow words, grief that does not speak. Whispers to the over heart and bids it to break. If we don't uh, express and alleviate our sorrows, you know, you know, folks, tears that do not flow will make other organs. We get sick if we don't. They'll make other organs weep inside of us. It's it is good to grieve. It is well to grieve, and it's important for us to do it in community. I mm. think, and that's why a yeah. church service and uh, and a great uh, minister talking to them just helps alleviate that sorrow. Right.
0: Well, the tears come to me every time I realize that it's time for the pritch in the pot. right? (laughs) We're done. We're done. (laughs) So I hope you, uh, if you've been able to be with us for this time, you've enjoyed it. And uh, if not, it's your own fault. (laughs) Yeah, if you're not having
1: fun, that ain't
0: ain't our lookout. (laughs) You can just grieve. I always like that that
1: line, I used to laugh because... John Wayne. John Wayne in the movies would go. He'd hear, all that horse, I smell Panther. <laughs> panther. Panther. There's a Panther up in
0: there. Oh, gee. You know, a cougar,
1: a Panther. Yeah, you know, a Panther. Yeah. Hold it, horse, I smell Panther. Is that the line? Yeah. Well, Duke always had the best, the greatest line ever delivered by John Wayne was in the Sands of Iwo Jima. Life is tough. And it's a lot tougher when you're stupid. <laughs> well, pretty much every Marine <laughs> sergeant that would say that to you would probably have it accurately. And, and
0: what do you say about the, the kid who comes home, his dad, and he says, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. Oh, yeah. Nobody will tell you what to do there. <laughs> yeah. Why, you want to walk up Mount Baldy with your beautiful picnic basket? <laughs> anyway, all right. Thank you all Thanks, for joining folks. us. We'll see you Pritchard again.
1: Richard Padre. love you. Take care. God bless. Have a great day.